Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So, so, so. What's up, everybody? My name is Alex. Hello, my name's Nick. And, you, and you're listening to The Thread presented by Ronnie Scotts and Hennessy. On SohoRadioLondon.com. The man has arrived. The man, the myth, the <laughs> legend. Um, well, it, it's quite a hard intro, but um, well, shall we just say the name? Shall we just say we are here? We are joined with the mastermind of Incognito. We're here with Bluey. How you doing, man? Really glad to be here again. Thanks for joining us, man. A true UK a legend of UK music. I would, I would venture. And you're you're doing a, a Ronnie Scott's residency at the moment. How's it How's it going? Well, Ronnie Scott's is always like a, a, a massive jam for us because it's the place that I've been going to, standing outside when I was a kid, just watching musicians go in yeah. and then dreaming of playing at that venue, then getting the chance to play. First time I played there was with, uh, when we started having hits with Talking Loud uh, with the help of Giles. Yeah. We actually played there first time with Jocelyn Brown you know, yeah. to, to promote the, the album and Always There coming out. And uh, we know that where that went. So uh, I was look, hoping to keep coming back. You know that that wasn't going to be the last, and that's exactly what's happened. Mm. I, I'm, we're regulars there now. And uh, then I had the pleasure of playing with my ultimate, my queen, Shaka Khan yes. herself, at that venue. I remember was that there. well. So it's, it's one of the great there, nights. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've been at Ronnie's for too long. That is, that was definitely one of the uh, the great nights. Yeah. Bef- Before we go any further, do you mind? Um, I just wanted to be sure I didn't forget to ask this. Where does Bluey come from? The name Bluey. <laughs> My real name is Jean Paul Edouard Monique. Okay. And which is a bit of a mouthful for anyone. Uh-huh. And uh, my room leader at boarding school was, uh, he had a list in front of him and he was allocating my bed. And uh, he told me, uh, he, he called my name out and he said, Jean Paul. And I said, No, that's not my name. I don't <laughs> want to be called Jean throughout my school years. Then he said, John Paul. I said, I don't want to be a John either. And he said, Bluey, bed three. As if he was, you know, I was wearing a blue outfit. He said, Bluey, bed ah. three. And uh, I had on a little blue, bluish moir kind of suit. And I came with a guitar on my back and um, went to, to my to my bed. And everybody was like, hey, Bluey, Bluey, do you play football? Hey, Bluey, Straight can, can you play the guitar? And, Bluey, Bluey. and I was like, who's this Bluey? Bluey at first. But by the by the second day, I was Bluey forever. That's hilarious. That's amazing. It even says on my school report, you know. Was that here in, in, in England? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in in, uh, in in Hertfordshire, a little place called Garston. And he said at the end of my school report, you know, Jean-Paul brackets Bluey Monic. And my mom said, oh, what is this Bluey? <laughs> <laughs> What's it mean? Because you moved from Mauritius when you were about nine or ten? Yeah, I was nine years old when I yeah. arrived. Yeah, yeah. And you get? Do you have family there still? Do you get back there at all? Fa- yeah, yeah. From, from time to time, but uh, mainly traveling the world so much that I don't really return mm. much. You know, to fed any up one place. Fed, fed up of planes, I imagine. No, no, no. I only played one concert there last the year before last. No, no, fed up with planes, not playing. I know oh, I thought fed, you mean playing, playing. No, there. you're not. You're not fed up with playing. I know that. We'll get <laughs> to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Ben's been going forty years. No, bet. <laughs> don't like planes. Don't like traveling. But addicted to hotel rooms and playing gigs. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's one. That's the that's the little payback. 
mm. you know, for, for, for having this wonderful life, this perfect life, yeah. this, this joy of, of every day waking up, playing music in a different place, mm. different venues, sold out crowds. You know, it's like, and that's, that's the wonder of it. But getting to the airports, getting up in the morning and then going through the whole like the rigmarole. Security and yeah, all that. security. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's like, I just remember these 60s adverts of, about flying on planes, you know, it's like <laughs> people lounging around, smoking cigarettes with, with, with champagne <laughs> in, the, in, in their hands, you know, it's like, it's, it's just like, it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> how do you how do you keep your sanity? Is it about taking regular days off? Is it about a good meditation practice? What? How do how do you keep saying about not taking any days off? By not taking any days off, not and, taking any days, and off. sleeping as little as you can, and just getting through because, it. No, yeah. because it's like you become. It's not a kind of you know. It's it's not torture. You know, it's what you want to do, and you learn to do what you want to do. And the best way to do that is to sleep as little as possible. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 get it done, you know. I love so, it. I love it. That's you brilliant. That's I brilliant. want to read. I want you to write a self help book. <laughs> the, Chapter one. Before don't we sleep. before we came on, uh, Nick and I were just talking about what, what should we talk to Bluey about. And one thing that we that came up that you just solidified is it's it's what you want to do. And we we could see you know when you do a week residency. You know I've seen you play a few times. He's seen you play a few times. Not once. Do you ever look the slightest bit bored or tired or or you know? <laughs> no danger of you ever you, phoning you know, it in. Yeah. I mean, I saw I saw your yeah. show on New Year's Eve here, and throughout the, the the break of the second show where your drummer did a drum solo, you were there by the stage door checking out what his chops. I never, I never miss the drum solos. I never miss, yeah. <laughs> never miss anything about my gig. It's my gig, you know. It's like mm. uh, if I can't find joy from it, how do I expect anybody else to find joy from it? You know, I've got so, to. The day that that stops. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. For those who haven't seen Incognito and have listened to records, how many people are on the stage? You say twelve. That's 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 the small band. Mm. That's 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 the regular small band. You know, there's other times I get the chance to do the band as I would like it, which is fifteen minimum uh, up up to forty with strings. Wow. That would be good. That if I could do strings all the time, you know. Because the whole idea is like to. You know, to be a kid in the in the toy shop, you know, yeah. have whatever you want. You know, it's like today I want to play with Scalectrics. You know, tomorrow I want to do Lego. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I, I I like all the aspects: studio, live jam sessions. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm there. You know, clubs standing next to the DJ. If I go to New York, finish Incognito gig, I want to go and stand next to Louis Vega and watch him spin. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. because and, and and look over his shoulder, see what. See the hell he's playing yeah. and, and why it's sounding like that when yeah. I when I play it doesn't sound like that. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So incognito with strings. Have you have you done that many times? Done it quite a few times. Yeah. But um, it must take a special venue, does it not? Yeah, when you you make it work. You know, it's like venues are not really all for one, any one thing. So you've got to just kind of find your way of doing stuff. You know, th- that is the challenge. Of, of live music venues are not really most of the time catered for even live music you know they're just like shells that somebody's like oh well, i can afford this so let me stick a stage let, in me, the let me stick a stage in the corner mm. very often there are very few few venues that are like the blue note in in in, in, in tokyo or the i mean the, the legendary ronnie scott's here where the acoustics are great you know it's like you, you, you when you speak you can actually hear crystal clear what you're saying when you're singing. You can, it's crystal clear, you know. So it's 
you know, not but not every venue is like that. Sometimes you get a shed that somebody's actually, you know, turned into a venue, or or in, in more 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 that more more cases than not, it's some some kind of hard surface space that is not meant to be for any music mm-hmm. that was there for some kind of um, uh, to you know for other things other than music. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, should we play? Because I've got a list of things. Should, should we play a tune before we go into session stories and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play Bluey's first choice. Um, it is. What is it, Alex? I got. Bring it on, right? Tell me. Tell me uh, about. Room. Yeah, we could play. Bring it on. Yeah, uh, bring yeah. it on is. Well, part of what I do is look. I'm 62 years old. And I've got this life that makes me feel like I'm 20, 25 years old. You know, it's like every day. So I'm, I'm thinking this. I've got to put something back all the time. I've, I've had this luck. I've been thinking. I help people out. I help um, musicians. Um, uh, trying to get the record deals. I, 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 I get put in my studio. Um, I try to be as helpful as I can to people. Mm. So lately, I've, um, I've been picking a few people out and taking them to different countries and showing them, you know, giving them exposure. And Roberta is one of, one of those singers. Uh, she went on a little TV show and uh, did so much better than the, than the winners. It was one of those mm. little talent contests, but she went for it in, in Italy. And uh, I just, uh, I was told by my drummer about her because she reached out saying she loves Incognito. And I saw her and she looked a bit uncomfortable in that show, you know, and, trying to play by by their rules and I thought I feel this some, some something a little bit more to this girl so I got a number and I called her and she sang a Chet Baker tune you know she she sang some uh, uh, some some jazz stuff to me and I thought to myself well you know that's I wasn't expecting that and I uh, got in touch with her she was only 22 then she's 24 now and we've done an album's worth of material I took her to Thailand uh, where I was recording uh, for my other band, Citrus Sun, and they just gave her a week out there and watched the child grow into this fabulous uh, songwriter she'd never written before. And uh, I watched her compose by the pool, you know, come out of the ocean and tell me, you know, that she, about her life. And I'd be and I'd go back and I'd write something. Something it was very organic and, mm. with nature and music. So here she is at Ronnie Scott's, a debut gig. Yeah, and you brought her along to support yeah. you this week, didn't you? Yeah, it's that's been, right. been going yeah, down a storm. So. Yeah. Roberta Gentile. Yes, is her was out full right Radio was still here with Bluey. That was trapped by Roberta Gentile, um, an artist, a, a young artist that Bluey's been championing. And actually, Bluey, you've got—we've just been talking about that in the break. You, you have great form in championing young musicians, and I always—I I find you a very curious musician as well. Like, I saw you at the Hiatus Coyote gig. I saw you at the Rebirth mm-hmm. gig. Do you know what I mean? You're always checking out new stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so where does this come from? Have you always had that in you? Do you feel like it's—it's it's part of your 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 purpose? Well, the reason why we were both we, we we check out those those particular gigs is because they're bloody good. That's you true. know, it's 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 more than the ordinary. I don't just turn up and go to everything because people invite me. I get hundreds of invitations, but I'll go because I found that you know I discovered that music through either for some somebody t- 
turn me on to it or I'm researching, you know, I'm going out and I'm checking out music all the time. Um, if it's, if it's that good, you've got to go and see it and got to experience and experience it, you know? Yeah. 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 So, and, and also the whole helping people out thing is, uh, you come to a certain place, a lot of musicians want to do it, but it's time consuming, man. It's like, yeah. it's a job. Yeah. It's yeah. a job, like, yeah. you know, doing charity records, uh, helping young people, because once once they're under your wing, they haven't got management. You're taking care of the management. You're producing yeah. the records. You're helping write. You you know, you're trying to f- raise finance, you know. It's like... It's, you're in a new uh, relationship. Yeah. Second like marriage. No, no, I mean, but if you... F- the thing is, like I said, if you don't waste time sleeping... If you don't waste, <laughs> wait, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, I think you said yeah. don't waste time like drinking. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Like, you know what? Elon, Elon, Elon Musk said yeah. that on a podcast yeah. the other day as well. He said yeah. one of the keys is don't sleep too much. I think he gets four hours of yeah, a, four, a night four hours of like money, man. Come on, <laughs> Maggie Thatcher was the same as well. So you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and and also don't don't waste opportunities when in front of you. If you've got your eyes wide open, you know, instead of like wide shut. It's like a lot of people walking around excited, but they're not seeing the opportunities. I can see a, somebody who I speak to and uh, at the gig, you know, after a gig or whatever, and think, oh, this geezer wants to help me. He's like, oh, man, if we right. could ever do something together. And I'm thinking, oh, there's maybe, maybe not for me, but for this artist, maybe we can find help here. We can go. So, so you join the dots. Surely, yeah. I mean, just bouncing off what you said here, I mean, if you're out checking people out all the time, there's a lot of talent now. Um, besides loving the music, how how quick do you decide that you're willing to to take on embracing an artist and helping them out with all that stuff? Because what you just everything you just mentioned, you know, management, yeah. finance, writing, all that stuff that that is a huge thing. At what point? How early in knowing someone do you do you say, okay, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna try this? If I feel passionate about it straight away, I'm, I'll go all the way. But my shit radar is good as well. It it being the music, <laughs> it being the music and the art, because sure, the, surely there's some people that are uh, there's, incredible there's, artists that it's just, it's just impossible. There is stuff where you walk into a room and you look at a man's eye and you know you're not going to waste any time with it. Yeah, because mm. you can see stuff. You can read, and that's something about being old as well. You can see somebody's story. Right. You can see how they're coming at you. You know, mm. there's the whole demeanor, respect. Mm. You know, can you read drugs? You know, I want. You know, can you? Um, maybe you, you can't hear beer, but you know, can, can you smell beer? You know, it's like mm. you know, it's like. But then you know, can you? You know, it's like it's, it's all those things. <laughs> you know, interesting. So it's not about it's not just about the talent. It's about you know, the the person as a whole. Are they? Are, you know, have yeah. they have they got the the mindset? Yeah, uh, it's you. <sighs> You you fall in love with with something. I'm passionate about something. If I'm doing it, it's because I love it. Yeah. You know? There is no kind of like, well, I think I'll just do this now, a bit of this, which is like, it's neither here nor there. It's kind of mediocre. Mediocre doesn't doesn't wash, you know? Uh, I'd write, And also, it's, it's got that person's got to have just that, that, you know, if you meet somebody, they've got to have things that you like, and that includes a little bit of crazy, you know? This like, but not stuff that's going to destroy you. You know, just enough edge, you know, just to kind of get to know them, you know, and and then when 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 they, when they play, sometimes you you can't very rarely, but now and again you come across people that you don't know what they're going to be because nothing is going to tell you about what they're going to be until they just play, mm. you know, or they speak, 
You know, you've mm. got to be ready for mm. those as well. They exist. So, b- bringing this back to incognito, how uh, do you know how many formations you've had of the band roughly about? Well, we've had more than one thousand one thousand five hundred musicians and singers. So. It's like formations. Form, it, formations goes out the window, really. Yeah, okay. No, it went very. But early. you've you, you've been there the whole time, right? Yeah, I've been there the whole yeah. time. You know, it's like the first time I actually my, my first band, right? Ronnie Scotts. I'm hanging out, Ronnie Scotts. First first incognito lineup. Um, uh, we're about to do the album. We ain't got horn section. Hugh Masakila's come over here, and he'd been working with a, a horn section that didn't want to go back to apartheid. Uh, South mm-hmm. Africa, go figure. You know, it's like I think we we like it here. Not we'll the stay, vibe, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you know, they ended up being on our, my album. You know, it's like Eric Irakiri coming here from Cuba. The guys speak. You know, going to a little cafe, coffee shop, finding out from from them that you know they're getting really, really a little bit of the money because they've got to take the money back to the government and. Uh-huh. And you think to yourself, okay, let me put together a session on the Incognito album. You know, it's like fearless, bang, in, you know, horns from Cuba. You know, right? Just you got to be ready. You got to ready be ready to do stuff. That's why I always like having a studio. If right now I met somebody today, I'm ready to go. You know, I've got studio, studio at the house. Got, got no, I've got my studio separate yeah. at the house. No studio at the house. That don't work. Yeah. yeah. Going to the toilet with a little tape recorder, that works. That's okay. You can throw down a little idea, you know, it's like, but, you know, yeah. but to actually start turning it into a, like, can everybody shut up, please? I'm recording now. Yeah, yeah, So you don't want that. I've seen people, yeah. I've seen people treat their kids like shite, you know, it's like, because they're working. Because, because, because the, kids yeah. just come from school. Dad! You know, it's like, come close the door. I'm recording. I'm working. You know, it's like, yeah. they don't realize it. I mean, they're nice people. So they, it was just the moment, you know. But you should never the thing the success I think to having good family you know and uh, and I'm I'm not a perfect example of of it because I've I've been on both sides of that coin I've been that guy that that comes off the road and just wants to go and have more of the road instead of coming home for a couple of days you know right. I've I've found myself driving to the house getting to to the house and feeling really depressed that I'm actually coming home. And going in, going to a hotel and just sleeping in a hotel because I feel more comfortable being in wow. a hotel room. Wow. You know, I've yeah, been through that heavy. and I don't yeah. want to go through that again. Yeah, and, yeah. and then there's a price to pay. Your kids pay for that, you know? Yeah. Mm. Well, it all makes complete sense. It's the separation of work and family, isn't it? It's like when you're self-employed these days, why do people have flexible office space? It's because, yeah, you, you need that separation. That's right. Otherwise, you will go... That's right. You will go stir here crazy. Yeah. Here at Sour Radio, you've got a toilet. You've got to go around. you got to go downstairs. You've got to Thankfully, go. we do have a toilet. You've got to go on an adventure. You've got to go on an adventure to go to the toilet. <laughs> How many gigs a year would you say Incognito do? It's a, you've got to be one of the hardest working bands out there, surely. We 100, 150. Um, you know, that's, like, that's but there's other projects, you know. That's good there's, going. There's, there's various projects within Incognito. And that feels right to you? That Not too much, not too little... No. Would you do more? Would you do less? I can ideally? see myself six months of the year in Thailand. Yeah. I can definitely see myself six months of the year in Thailand. Yeah. 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 Best eating you'll ever do in your yeah. life, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Shall we play Jakarta Dreams? I see that's the next. Yeah, Jakarta yeah, Dreams. Can we talk uh, a little bit about that. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, please, uh, well, you know, this is a little bit more commercial than, 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 the, than the kind of like more edgy tracks that's being played on, on, on the station here today. But please don't, don't shy away from going and, and getting it because it ain't going in my pocket. 
Uh, it's just a little piece of music that I've done, and uh, with a little help of some Indonesian uh, musicians and my band, is to raise money for an orphanage. And especially at this time now, more orphans have gone to that orphanage after the tsunami, and uh, and it's expanding. It's just, uh, but it's a wonderful place because when the kids go there, this is one orphanage where they don't sit there waiting for somebody to come and take them away. They don't. They hate leaving because they make brothers and sisters there. They grow their own food. They they they're self uh, self maintained, and uh, and the people that looks after them. I've checked them out because you can't just many people get abused and stuff in orphanage orphanages. So it's very important to check out which orphanage you're don- donating to. This is a, this is a family, a beautiful family, a soulful family, spiritual people. You know, um, so uh, this is Jakarta Dreams by Incognito and friends. Beautiful song, Louis. I wanted before I forget. It's the way the way I started a few questions with you today. So before I forget, you you've been talking about traveling in all these other nations. Um, talk to me about the amount of nations represented in your band at any given moment. <laughs> because I remember last time at the show, I know a couple of the people. I'm friendly with some of the people that play in your bands, and I know that they're yeah. international. We're You're told it's the most multicultural band out there. Somebody was telling me that. It must yeah. be true. Do you, do you have any idea at any given it's, time? It's, at, at any given times, you've got at least you know six or seven countries being represented on stage. Um, right now, the, the, on, on this set of shows, we've got Italian, Portuguese, uh, China, um, Macau in China. Uh, we've got... Um, uh, the funkiest Jew in the world on the keyboard. He's a funky yeah, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, the funky yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. We've got Jamaicans. We've got Tr- Trinidad and Tobago represented here. Uh, Sri Lanka, Mauritius, me from Mauritius, the Scottish, English. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, it's, it's all there, man. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. Unless that's the, London, though. Yeah, that's London. That's why. That's why we ain't voting to, to yeah. leave nothing. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, we're yeah, voting yeah. to be with people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. we always kind of we we know how to get on. You know, it's like it's a melting pot. I just wish that people outside of London had that opportunity. They mm. don't. The opportunity is not given. The opportunities, uh, you know, it's like because to have a melting pot like that, it's attractive. Is people are attracted to here because there's so much going on. There's jobs. There's there's uh, there's a, there's a system that works. It's not broken. You know, many cities in the UK don't have that. So therefore, mm-hmm. they're going to complain about any foreigners that come in. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to want to. They're going to want to throw you out because they think it's going to be better by just throwing you out. You know, it's, it doesn't work that way. The culture of fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well said. Well said. So this is the fortieth year. Yes, sir. Before you send me far down that rabbit hole, which is which is a, which is a danger, <laughs> given the amount of time we have uh, left in and, and my head. But the fortieth year. This is the fortieth year. Tell me what you've got planned. And and how many bands are there on the planet that have been going for forty years? For, for yeah, it's like well, you and the Rolling I mean, Stones. A, right? you, that's you know, that, that's right. just quite. I can't imagine. All right, let me tell you about you our know. next London gig. All right, I don't mind telling you because although we we play at Ronnie Scott's, Ronnie Scott's going to sell out whoever's there anyway. But we're playing at the Royal Albert Hall, opening yes. for another band that is ten years older because I respect them and I love them and I want to uh, open for them. Yes. I want to play for whatever minutes they give me. Uh-huh. I want to make sure that we don't mess about with equipment. They kind of—it's their show. They're fifty years old or more than than us, and they fire like you can't believe, man. You know, Tower of Power. Ah, yeah. What a band! Next what level a of band. tightness. Yeah. Sick, 
thick and yeah. horns, yeah. vocals, yeah, yeah. bass lines that just murder. Yeah. And is yeah. the li- is the lineup because they didn't they have a couple of them had an accident? Yeah, like a couple I mean, years ago. the drummer, the drummer, the drummer's fence? back, drummer's back. Yeah. The bass player that was depping at that time, he's still he's still not well because yeah. you know he's, it was it, it was bad what he went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but the original bass player is back at the moment, but he's we don't I don't know if he'll make it. But they've got right. they've got depths ready for it. Some of, yep. some of the guys are getting old, and some some of the guys have got health issues. But you see them at any time; they're going to give you a show that you will not yep. believe. You know, mm. it's slick as hell, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's funky. You, you know. That's it's, going to be a celebration. You know. So that that's in May at the Albert Hall, right? Yeah, thirtieth of May. Yeah, yeah, incognito opening. So please tag Incredible. along and catch us, and uh, but make sure you catch the Kings. So you got that. 2019 what what else 40 years um, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do a big show at the end of towards yeah. the end of the year you know i want to get the album together i'm trying to get some people in on, on the records that i really like but you know if typical music business a bunch of managers getting in the way of me yeah getting some of the some of the some of the yeah. right you've got the person's be, uh... phone number are you speaking with them yeah, forever yeah, and the man yeah, says yeah, well yeah. easy now yeah maybe. man's come yeah. up to me and said like yeah let's do it you know and then, the worst is when you're having a great great conversation with an artist and they go yeah speak to my manager but 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 now come to the conclusion uh after chasing people, I've come to the conclusion I'm just going to make my album, and whoever's on it is on it, and it'll be a blessing to have whoever is on there because we're going to make sure it sounds like killer. That's it. Mm. Mm. Who who are your desert island? If you could have anyone on this album, go on, give give us a few names. Oh, I'd love to have D'Angelo. I'd love to have uh, Gregory Porter. You know, it's like yeah, people, you know, people. Um, Tom Mish. I really like Tom. Oh. I, I really like Tom's. Uh, you know, I really like Tom's little storytelling vibe. You know, yeah. And uh, I got a track that would be perfect for him, Tom. Oh, we if can, you're listening, we can, yeah. we can arrange this. This yeah, can yeah, be arranged. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he's 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 like you in a way. He he does a lot of producing and beat making yeah, yeah, and yeah. sort of. But he likes to be a behind the scenes guy. And I've I've heard him on interviews saying he doesn't really like being a front man. He's just sort of ended up being one. Mm. <laughs> but incredible guitar player yeah, and yeah. and great songwriter. Yeah. And, yeah. And I just like the the way that he. You know, sometimes you don't you don't have the the biggest front person singing a song to make you believe in that song. You need to have the person that understands the story. Simple as that. Yes. Yeah. Well, there we go. Greg, D'Angelo, Tom, if you're listening, <laughs> get in touch, man. Come on, let's make this happen. Can we get um before we play the next track? Can we get? Like a crazy session story, because I know you've got to have some crazy recording session story that that yeah. that that's in the vault that that's very entertaining okay. here. All right, uh, if you, if you guys read my newsletter, you'll you'll you would you would know about this beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like you just got to go on incognito dot london and uh, and press the button for the newsletter. You'll get it every month. I tell the story of always there, the song that keeps on giving. Now I love that song. And uh, first heard uh, the Ronnie Laws version of Precious Sensitive back in the 70s. Played it with other b- bands that I, I, I was in, you know, Blueys Blowers, Light of the World, you know, various bands that I was putting together. We always played that song. And uh, we were short of some tunes while we were, when we got signed to Talking Loud, just, just being signed to Talking Loud. And we're doing a gig up north and Giles hears us playing the filler which is always there. We decided we were going to jam it and close with it. And we did a killer little version. We did a little arrangement in the middle that changed it and kind of put a little straighter beat on it. Was it instrumental or did you have a vocal on this? It was a mixture, mixture, yeah. with half instrumental, half, right. half vocal. And um, 
he heard it and he came up to me and said, like, Bluey, you've got to go in the studio. You've got to record this. So my singer falls ill like two days before. And it's almost like I'm really sad that she fell ill, but I'm really happy that what worked out for us. Because Charles said, let's get somebody to sing it. Let's get Jocelyn Brown. I mean... I'm a Jocelyn Brown nut, you know, it's like somebody else's guy. I've been like to clubs yeah. in New York and I've, you know, I've stood there and watched her kind of go up on the mic and, and, and sing and been blown away. Yeah. So she comes to the studio and uh, she, I think she listened to the song on the way to the mm. studio in the car and uh, she gets there. <laughs> we talk about eating chicken and chocolate cake in the same mouthful which we both did, <laughs> you know, somehow, somehow we get into that subject and we're sitting there laughing and everybody's looking at us because we both went to church when we were younger. And when you get the, you feed the kids first, you bring the food, you uh -huh. prepare the food and then you serve it, you serve the kids and you know, you put the, 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 the meat next to the, to, to the sweets and the salads and, you know, so the macaroni gets mixed up with, you know, with the chocolate, you know, and stuff. So, uh, so chicken and chocolate cake. I mean, it's a nice combination. It fried chicken, chocolate cake. So we're sitting there talking about fried chicken and chocolate cake and we're laughing, laughing, laughing. And she turns around uh, to, to, to me and she's like, Hey, we better do this. Right. I said, yeah, we better do this, Josh. Uh, and then she said, play it for me. Because we'd been sitting there not listening to any music, just chatting food and chatting life. <laughs> and uh, played her the song. And she looked at me and went, what? You want me to sing it up there? See, I'd yeah, studied, register, right? I'd yeah. stud, I'd studied jo Jocelyn's voice. And I picked a key where she would be like rasping right at the top. Yeah. And a lot of produce, producer, but they don't put it in that key. And luckily enough, because maybe she's got older now, I don't know whether she still sings it in that key. She probably does because she's Jocelyn. She's invincible, you know. And uh, we, and she looked at me, and she, and she, and she, and she did this head turning thing. And she said, <laughs> that key, baby. I said, <laughs> she, like, and then I felt like she was going to say, I can't sing it in that key. And but she said, Well, you know what you're going to get, <laughs> and you're going to get it. I said, whoa, you know, it's like, I hope it's not too much of a strain, the fact that she questioned it. And uh, that was the last thing she's, you know, she, you're going to get it. It was the last thing yeah. she, she said to me as the door slammed. And then I saw her go in there and she's kind of just check the mic, check the mic. And then bang, she said, I'll just play it, play it, and I'll, and I'll go along with it. Played it from the top. And she just tore that tune one time, one take, done. You know, <laughs> and right? uh, she came back into the room. And we were we were all in tears. We were crying. You know, I was like bubbling. You know, I'm a bit emotional. I'm always crying. Say the slight thing, the slightest thing that is emotional to it me. Makes me feel this cry. interview sucks if you haven't mm. cried yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may cry before I leave today. So, uh, so she, she 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 comes back into the room and she's looking at us and she's she's got this big smile on her face, but she's like kind of shaking her head, like what's going on in here? You know, you guys, mm. but. We knew what we'd witnessed, you know, and uh, it may not be a crazy story, but, you yeah, know, was... it may not be um, Max Beasley in the studio with me, like with mm. my eyes closed and then mm. suddenly I went up, opened up my eyes and Max Beasley is naked standing next to me playing the tambourine, you know, wow. <laughs> with an erection. 
it, you know, it's like you wanted a crazy story. There you go, a Max Beasley story. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> a few good bullets to expand on that. There one, you go. A few good you got both. <laughs> All right, let's play "Dang" by Anderson Pack. Anything you want to say before we get into that? You you, you chose it. Oh, no, it's uh, not Anderson, Anderson. it's uh, yeah. Mac Miller, right? It is Mac Miller, it's Mac Miller. Sorry, it's, you know, it's, Mac it's, Miller's no longer with us. Uh, that combination of Anderson Park and and, uh, and Mac Miller is, is absolutely phenomenal to me. But uh, if you just check, if you could go and, and into, what's that program? That, that, that Tiny show? Desk. Tiny, Tiny Desk. Yes. And check out Mac Miller on the Tiny Desk. Yeah. You'll realize that just how good the guy is just yeah. you know it's effortless. like it, it's effortless it's it, it was more than what most people expected you know when if you if you looked at him and di- and didn't know what didn't listen to the music you would probably think can really this guy deliver this music mm-hmm. he was intense he was deep i love the fact that he uses so much musicality in what he does Right, and uh, we're very nearly out of time. We've been hanging here with Bluey. Thank you for your time, sir. I'd, just before we go, I'd like to ask, what was your most memorable moment on stage? Uh, I think it's that moment with Shaka Khan at, at Ronnie Scott's. Yeah. Yeah, because it was just like a culmination of, wow. of a dream, you know. Had but you played with her Having before? said that, having said that, yeah. in Los Angeles, I had my eyes closed and we'd been in playing uh, Don't You Worry About a Thing, and the band didn't tell me. They knew, but I had my eyes closed while I'm playing the riff, my head yeah. down. And Mesa's supposed to come walk on stage and start yeah. singing a song with a microphone. Yeah. And it wasn't Mesa's voice. Yeah. Stevie. Oh, what? And I opened up my eyes, man. It's like, oh, my oh, God. Did, they, did they, they surprise you with that? You yeah. had no idea? I had no idea. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> it's like, I, I, th- I don't think I played the guitar again for like maybe like a whole week. You know, yeah. I forgot how to play it. Just getting over it. <laughs> yeah. Did you keep it together? Just, just, did, did you at the time? Did you keep it together? You I don't like, think oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I was a. I, I just watched everything. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Like, That's amazing. That is amazing. And and uh, who who would you like to sort of desert island play on stage? Do you, do you have dreams about? Ooh, you know, it's like I, I see. There's so many people, but you know, obviously. Um, D'Angelo would be one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's he's just, a real enigma, isn't he? It's just like when he sits at Fender Rhodes and just plays. I, w- I yeah. wish he'd come over and just do a tour with yes. him at Fender Rhodes. Oh. No drums, no bass, just him at Fender Rhodes. Do you know what? Singing. I couldn't agree more. His, like, his, so... I, I think he would. it would sell out, but also mm-hmm. people would just, it, they would just take take lead in just kind of joining him whenever he wanted them to join yeah. but but just to hear him that just to hear that mood he did a solo 15 minute spot mm. with the brixton he, he, academy yeah, and the hammersmith yeah, yeah. gig were you there for that yeah. Yeah, yeah and that was the highlight of the show for me the as well i couldn't agree show, more by far and his piano yeah. style as well he doesn't get any yeah. credit really but i think it's really no, quite original because you, you hear the bass line you hear the drums percussive. you hear everything yeah. you know it's like well i mean there's when I was talking to um, Wayne Krantz, a guitar player, I love um, yeah. an interview for the for the show. I was asking him some of his favorite things that have happened in the last few years, and he said, "The what happened with like Chicken Grease and Voodoo and and mm. some of the the <laughs> funk stuff that they did." Yeah. It's very, very timeless. It's very, very unique. And you watch yeah. like the performance they did on the Chris Rock show, and yeah. the performance they did at some of those exactly. and yeah. music video yeah. award shows. It's really just, it's really a one-off. It's forever it, stuff. It, you yeah, know, yeah. it's like once, 
and and it will totally. live with you forever and it will and it will look feel fresh yes. you know yeah. it it's every time you you, you play I, I go back to those videos or listen to those that that album it's still like you know goosebumps yeah, yeah. It's amazing you know mm. yeah. it's the perfect lineup pino <laughs> Quest Love. Oh, Pino know, and Quest like, Love. Oh, come See on. that that would be. I, I would say bring the trio. Pino and Quest. Anyway, we're gonna we get we're yeah, going down yeah, a geeky. Gonna, uh, yeah, let's let's do the management. Let's do our, <laughs> let's, let's become his managers. <laughs> so listen, thank you so much for being here. It's been, the pleasure's been all mine and Nick's, I'm sure. Final night at Ronnie's tonight. Thank you so much for the residency and for bringing Roberta Gentile. Uh, a great example of you know one of the reasons why we all love you so much is championing this next generation coming through and continuing to. And here's to the next forty years of incognito. And yeah. We're going to finish with a track. Actually, speaking of D'Angelo, I think this this young artist. Before we go, how many years yeah. of Soho, uh, Soho Radio now? That's a very good question. How long has Soho Radio been going? Four. Four years. Four years. We're reliably informed. Two. Easy. Two years, two years Josie. Two, year. two years. Getting lip off our producer. <laughs> this show's been going for two years. Yeah. This is the this is well this is the sixtieth year of Ronnie Scott's Jazz Club, isn't it? Yeah. We're entering the sixtieth year. Yeah, all sorts of anniversaries. Um anyway, until next beautiful, time. Beautiful. We're gonna yes. f- keep leave on, you keep with, on, keep gonna on. Gonna leave you with Anderson Pack, uh, like I say, a uh, a very D'Angelo influenced artist. Yes. I think. Yeah. Thank you, Bluey. Thank you, Soho Radio, thank you, Ronnie Scott, thank you, Henny Hennessy, thank you, Josie Louise Carter. We'll see you in two weeks' time. I'm off to get my, my windows tinted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>